This Could Get Dicey is a D&D podcast about dudes being bros. What adventures will they get into? Only time will tell. Like the name suggests, this podcast could get a little dicey. Content warning can be found in the episode description. Welcome to This Could Get Dicey, a D&D podcast where a group of buds get to unwind from their 9-to-5s and step into the world of Drugala. My name is Destiny Nieto, I play Loomis Bjorn, and before things get a little too dicey, i just like to say it's a beautiful day to read the entire Duggar family Wikipedia. Oh my god. What a ride. <laughs> wow. Okay, Wild. fill me in. I'll play... What? Advocate, devil's advocate. Fill me in. Who is the Duggar family? Uh, do you oh. remember the show Nineteen and Counting? I know. TLC classic. Okay. Oh, oh. This is one of those where they have a lot of kids. Yeah. Um. Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. <laughs> sure. And counting. Well, and counting and, was the confusing and part. And counting. Did they? Yeah. Um. Wild. I don't know if you know, but they are coming. Not the Duggar family, but the collective. They are coming out with a documentary next month about the religious group they followed and focusing on that family so i was like let me go take a deep dive into the family because i've never seen the show heard about them wild yeah uh it it just if you can already guess uh kenny it it's not a happy story for this family (laughs) of 19 and plus (laughs) that was such a crazy time on tlc it was like that plus john and kate plus eight and just like how big of a family can we put out there it was like a weird abuse chamber like media chamber of course it was like views i have Ugh. heard that the what is it sister wives the sister wife show i've heard that's yes. fun to watch i've heard perhaps. it's very juicy i never really got into tlc shows but i love reading about them afterwards <laughs> i like old tlc like trading spaces okay yeah. yes um i think beyond scared straight was on tlc and i like watching clips of that on tiktok <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hi, my name is Alex Villarreal. I play Ellis Vendove. And today's a beautiful day, bouncing off of what Destiny said, is to see um, either the trailer or the image of a new movie that's either come out or already come out, realizing that you're never going to watch that movie. And then opening up Wikipedia and reading the whole plot synopsis and going, damn, that sounds like a good-ass movie. <laughs> what movie was it? What are you thinking about? Uh, the most recent one that I did was... Yeah, you do this uh, a lot, I realize. I do this all, all the Constantly. time. Uh, for every movie. I don't watch them. I just read them on Wikipedia. <laughs> um, uh, Barbarian? What a wild plot oh my God. read. What a crazy read. I'm never going to see that movie. I, I can't. Uh, read, I want to read see the it. plot. I want to see it. Um, it just has to be light out 
Um, what's another? <laughs> I did. Um, everybody. I I was around people a lot talking about the movie Midsummer a lot, but I didn't want to watch it because I know it's really good. But I'm a baby and I get really creeped out. It's mostly horror movies. I read the plot synopsis of because I'm right. never gonna watch them. Um, but one time I like opened up YouTube and I I just I literally searched. I was like Midsummer kill count. I'm like I know like show me the basically the sum up plot of this movie and damn. Midsummer is fucked up. I mean, that's one I want to watch. I still haven't watched that Same. one. Vic, you want to come over and watch that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Done. Okay, we're gonna pause this podcast and watch that. Okay. <laughs> see, see y'all late. Well, it's too late for that. All right, y'all. It's been three hours and we're back. Hi, I'm Kenny Chilton and I'm playing Emil Mazak, and it is a beautiful day to have a cocktail with lunch. Nay, oh. two cocktails. Plus a drink at the happy hour later. <laughs> Y'all, what? when teachers are done for the year, They're they done. are done. <laughs> and it is a beautiful, beautiful thing. <sighs> what, do you have like a summer project? What do you mean? Like what do I want to do this summer? Yeah. A vacation. Okay, yeah. And cut my grass. <laughs> okay. And like you know, like the best exist in the hours that yeah, the yeah. sun is up. No, I love that. Set the bar low so you can always get over it. That's my <laughs> mantra. Every day. People underestimate that mantra, but set the bar low so you can always have those victories. You know. Yeah, that's a you know you just changed my life. Hi, my name is <laughs> Becky Schmader. I'm the game master for this could get dicey, and it's a beautiful day. The change Kenny Chilton's life. <laughs> <laughs> All of you have done it. All of you have done it just by listening. You can do it again by sharing with a friend. Every every time you do it, even if if you like leave a rating a review on Spotify or Apple, whatever, um, Kenny doesn't even get notified. He'll just be like doing a menial task, and he'll just go like, <laughs> and my, my eyes like start glowing. <laughs> Up. He falls to his knees. Then, yeah, then he ascends to the sky. Honestly, it's fucked up. I need you all to stop. My kids don't are terrified stop. of me. But, I, I mean, you just have to. Are we ready to play D&D? That's why I'm here. Okay. Our adventurers, still within the Collector's Chateau, found themselves faced with a dilemma as they came across some magical items inside of a locked case. Deciding to grab two items, they walked away with some sending stones and a deck of illusions and a meal with a red hand and a green hand covered by gloves. Continuing on, they came back to the original entryway where they made their way through a door that was hankering for a lollipop, and beyond the door they met with more mechanical humanoids that needed help making a quiche for a creator. You helped them out and were rewarded with a key for the door across the hall, and that's where you all are now, unlocking the door and glancing inside, uh, to which you find a hardwood floor, wooden paneled room, uh, it's just a pretty empty room, just kind of large, you know, like 20 feet by 20 feet. And on the wall opposite from where you've entered is a large stone circular door with six symbols on it. Do we recognize these symbols? Roll an arcane check. Good start. A four. Oh. 16. 12. Ellis, you recognize all of these symbols. These are arcane symbols that cor uh, correlate with different types of damage. Clockwise from the top, fire, snowflake, cloud, lightning bolt, skull, hammer with lightning, 
and you recognize this to be fire, cold, poison, lightning, acid, thunder. It looks like all these symbols represent different ways you could hurt a fool, but um, I, I just looking at a few, I know I can knock some of these off the list. I noticed that like, like feelings aren't up here, and I think that's really reductive in terms of what kind of damage can be done to people. Um, that being said, I can't do any of these. Same. Well, I got thunder for sure. How do you do? How do you do lightning damage to something? Does one of us have control over lightning? Uh oh. Yeah, unfortunately. I have this. I have this ring of lightning resistance, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't think you can shoot lightning. Um, as you all are sort of talking, uh, go ahead and make a perception check. Fourteen. Eighteen. A natural one. There it is. It's on the list for the night. Destiny got one. Emil, you see, as you're kind of pondering, you're like, I can't help with any of this. You see suddenly text show up scrawled across the top um, above the stone circle. And it says, you've hardly any magic. This I can sense. So let me offer some help and give an assist. And from where you entered, a panel in the ceiling opens up, dropping a mechanical humanoid into the room. <laughs> it looks at you all and raises one of its arms. Unlike the other mechanical humanoids you have seen, this one has a glass chamber in the center of its body, and inside of it is a diamond. On its raised arm, the one that it raised to you all, you see it has what sort of looks like a blunderbuss on it or a small cannon of sorts. Basically, it doesn't have an arm, but more of a chamber that has a tube that twists around it and back into the glass chamber in the center of its body where there's a diamond. And then it speaks to you all. No emergency sword in this room. I am the emergency sword. And we're going to roll initiative. Oh, oh. hell yeah. <laughs> That's great. Robot with gun. <laughs> Loomis, what did you get? I got a natural 20 for 24. Wow. Ellis. Four. Emil. A natural 20 for a 23. Ooh. Alright, Loomis, top of the order. This is a pretty small room. It's like 20 feet by 20 feet, so it's just you and you're about 10 feet away from this mechanical humanoid that has fallen from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> does it like do that pose, like the blade pose when it falls from the ceiling? <laughs> yeah, it does that real quick and then wobbles <laughs> up and then shows you it's gun arm i look at the two and i go is this puzzle just beating up this humanoid creature thing seems like it fool i think you should kick its ass excellent um loomis will charge at it with its spear because that's all that he can do uh 22 to hit that hits okay uh, for five points of damage. Does it take it? Yes. You run up to it and you just pierce your spear through this glass chamber. It shatters. The mechanical humanoid breaks in half, falling to the ground. It is uh, decimated. The panel on the ceiling right above where it had just fallen, another one falls down and it lands like, and it stands up. <laughs> Let's try this again. Loomis, take the diamond. Yeah, can I take the diamond? No, it's no, it is got no. Stop that. 
<laughs> no, the diamond shattered too. It's dust. It's gone. It's not even diamond dust. You can't, it's vaporized. Diamond dust is going to be No, it's not. No. <laughs> Uh, that would be so fun. You guys just keep breaking this yeah. thing and get a million <laughs> just, diamonds. Here's my video on infinite diamond yeah. hat. Keep this dicey. Can I? It's, it's still your turn. Yeah. Yeah. Can I bonus action unarmed strike the second one that came down? Yes. That's a natural twenty for twenty-six. Uh, the hits. That is going to be. Uh. <laughs> Uh, that's gonna be eight points of damage total. Okay, same thing. You slice your hand through the glass chamber. The mechanical humanoid breaks in half. Now you have two broken, shattered robots basically at your feet. Panel opens up again. A third one drops down. Okay, my friends are no longer here, but I'm here. I am the emergency sword. <laughs> Does it worry you to stand on the corpses of your friends? Uh, uh, seems to be short-circuiting a little bit at the thought. That's my turn. I, I look at Emil and Alice and just kind of shrug. I have a cunning plan. Can you tell me about the arrangement of the, the stone circle? Where is it again? Is it vertical on the ground? It's on the wall. So the door you walked into, it's on the opposite wall of it. And how tall is it? Um, it's like kind of floor to ceiling, so I mean it's about like eight, ten feet tall, and the big stone circle. These things are arranged clockwise around it. These little symbols you said. Yeah, like but do I get the feeling the like stone? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm gonna move to be just standing in front of the stone circle. Don't don't worry about your dead friends and the one the one murdering them. Hit me. Hit me over here, and I'll kind of dance around in front of the stone circle and take the dodge action. Okay, go ahead and roll a persuasion check. Hmm, 15 plus 1, 16. Okay, I will focus on that one over there, and it kind of gets its gun ready. Uh, is that it? That's it. <laughs> hope it doesn't backfire. It next is the mechanical humanoid who will wob wobble over its the corpses of its friends, but not really getting out of your range. Loomis, it'll raise its blunderbuss arm up at a meal, and it is going to shoot out a uh, like a small orb of fire at him. That's a five to hit. I dodge it. You dodge out of the way, the fire hits the stone wall, and you see that the fire emblem has now lit, lit up. Sponsor us, fire emblem. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, please, please. But yeah, the little fire symbol that's on the stone circle has now lit up and is glowing. Okay, I'll just stand back up in front of it and say, I'm happy to be a target, but I'm, I, I can only dodge so many times. Okay. Next up is Ellis. I kind of slowly step towards the mechanical humanoid, and I say, um, he's, you know, he's, like, asking for it, so feel free to just, like, keep doing what you're doing. And I... No, I, I was gonna... I took the dodge action. I took the dodge action, so good. Uh, I thought it'd be funny to give the robot bardic expression. Um, oh. <laughs> I will hold my action if it 
uh, turns towards me to hurt me, I will shoot off an Eldritch Blast in his face. Great. Back, back at the top of the order is Loomis. I feel like I shouldn't kill this thing again. Third time's a charm. Third time's a charm. But unless each robot is a different thing? Hmm. I guess we can find out next time. I think this is kind of like a put your body on the line situation. And we just got to stand here and like dodgeball it. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I'm, I guess I'm going to dodgeball it. <laughs> um, in the sense that um, yeah, I'm going to use my action to dodge if it comes at me. Is that how it works? Yes. Yeah, if you take the dodge action, everyone has disadvantage against you. This Are you trying to get like against this the stone circle to get it to like hit you in that direction or yeah okay so yeah you take the dodge action next to a meal both of you prepared to play dodgeball with whatever this <laughs> thing is gonna throw at you next is a meal stand up and dust off my suit and say nice try uh, really really nice try good job try again and I'll take the dodge action again okay. Next is the mechanical humanoid who starts like watering again and getting ready to shoot at you all again. Okay, I will try to hit you again. And it's going to aim at you, Emil, and try and hit you again. So it's going to attack at you with disadvantage. That's a six. <laughs> I dodge again, I just fall to the floor prone. Okay, you dodge again, it sends out another fire orb in your direction. The fire symbol remains lit up. Damn it, I look at uh, Loomis. I was wrong, you should have killed it. Loomis rolls their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and next is Ellis. Kill it. <laughs> I um, am sitting right next to it, and I kind of like pat it on the back, and I'm like, I'm like, well, um... You, my friend, are one of the lucky few people to not only know, but have served your life's purpose. And I cast Eldritch Blast into its head. <laughs> Go ahead and roll an attack. Uh, like a uh, 21. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Um, that's a test to 10 points of damage. Okay. Yeah, you've completely blow it. It's like oh have i and you completely like blow its head off but as you do that go ahead and roll an investigation check um as you pat its back or perception perception would be perception uh i'm gonna use a luck point because okay. that was not good for me that is the best it could be that's a 23 for a natural 20 as you were patting its back you notice on its back is a knob of sorts like a dial i'm like pointing at its dead body and then i i probably notice it on the other robots too now that i've seen uh, is like in the scraps <laughs> on the ground i'm like oh nah i'm like hey y'all there's knobs on it y'all stay exactly where you are with this next one coming down i'm gonna shift the knobs around a little bit okay and the panel opens up and the fourth Right, round number four falls from the ceiling. Mm -hmm. No emergency sword in this room. I am the emergency <laughs> sword. Oh, oh no, run! <laughs> and top of the order, Loomis. Um, Loomis, it's um, turns to Emil and is like, "So I just mock it to try to hit me." Yeah, exactly. I think you're probably a little more elusive than I am, so I think I'm actually going to get away and let you do the dodging, if that's all right. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that's fine. Um, and Loomis will uh, use the dodge action, still stay there, and 
kind of look at it, Mill, and he goes like, oh, no, please don't hit me. Okay, roll a persuasion <laughs> check. Can I, can I help if I use my turn to help? What are you, I guess I would have had to you use are my next. What turn. are you going to say or do? Uh, I say, this one's a real, real humano- r- mechanical humanoid murderer. Look at all those bodies on the ground at your feet. That was him. And you can either roll with advantage, Loomis, or Emil can also roll. I'll roll with advantage, <laughs> if okay. you don't mind. Yes, please. Oh, yep. Oof. Okay. Uh, dirty 20. The one that just fell from the ceiling. You've murdered my brethren. This is unacceptable. And it's going to gear up to, to look at you. But, Emil, it is... It is your turn. That was uh, your action. So, okay. Yeah. Did you want to move at all? I'll just move all? out of the way. You're moving out of the yeah. way. Okay. Next is the mechanical humanoid who is going to look at Loomis and is going to shoot at you with disadvantage. That's a two to hit, so it, you are able to dodge out of the way, and another fire orb goes for the stone circle. And it's Ellis's turn. I kind of kneel down next to it, sort of like a t-ball coach would kneel next to a t-ball player. And I go, I'm like, and I go, I go, nice to meet you. Big fan of y'all's work. Um, I'm gonna help you, help guide you here. Uh, I sort of patted it on his back, almost like you aimed a little high there. I will try to go uh, dead center next time. And as I'm patting them on the back, I try to switch the knob to cold. Yeah, you're able to do that. Um, it does look at you and go ahead and roll a persuasion check to see if you can can convince it to stay focused on the stone circle. Um, natural twenty for a twenty-eight. It looks over at you and then turns back to the to towards Loomis. Okay, you got it, Coach. <laughs> go get him, Tiger. And next is Loomis's turn. <laughs> Loomis is gonna dodge. Just keep dodging. Okay. Yeah. Emil. Emil will come over and kneel down on the other side <laughs> of the robot. Um, you know, kind of behind it, and um, just have my hand there ready to, to switch. Use my turn to switch as well if if I need be, and just say, you know, it's okay. It's okay if you don't hit them too. Like your whole worth is not defined by your performance in this activity but like do do your best to hit at least the wall behind them you know get in the right ballpark just trying to keep them pointing at Lewis. okay go ahead and roll a persuasion check uh 16 i am getting mixed uh messages here but i believe you believe in me coaches you got <laughs> it and it's going to shoot at you Loomis. disadvantage and that's another two. This time, uh, Icicle shoots out from it, hitting the stone circle behind you and lighting up the cold symbol. Next is Ellis. Now, you could listen to this coach, okay? And, you know, do the whole free form, do whatever you want. But you missed again. So I think you really need to focus up. Um, and uh, uh, I'm going to switch you to poison now and, and really just let him have it. Okay, go ahead and roll a persuasion check. Of course, the two persuasive people are doing this, so. Y'all, I'm not even fucking with y'all. That's another natural oh 20 for a 28. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, coach, I will try again. Here come the big leagues. <laughs> Make me proud. And next is Loomis taking the dodge action, I assume. Yep, I am. Okay. This time, Loomis will be like, 
like taunting it a little bit and okay. it's just like can you actually try this time oh oh kale kale we're proud of you no matter what oh <laughs> i don't like that catcher over there yes do, yes. do what you must or batter catchers on my team catcher is on your team i don't understand baseball <laughs> <laughs> Now shoot, shoot, shoot them now. Do the thing. Okay. It rolls with disadvantage. Oh my god. That's a 16. That does not hit. Does not hit. Okay. It's really good that we switched. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This time a little like poison dart shoots out from its cannon hitting the wall and lighting up the poison symbol. One of these disadvantages is gonna hit. You guys just wait and see. (laughs) Oh, coaches, I didn't do it. I didn't hit the dark person over there with the dark aura. Now, if this was real uh, baseball, um, <laughs> you would be out by this point. Mm, oh. that's, and that's, yes, but... Are you going to kill me? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is, remember, this is like T-ball. You get a lot of chances. What is T-ball? T-balls like baseball for people who don't know how to play baseball very well. Oh, that's me. Yeah. So why don't you try again? But uh, I just want to point out you you haven't hit them yet. So really, really focus, and I switch it to lightning. Next is Loomis. Surprise! I'm taking the dodge action. Cool. And Emil. Yeah, don't don't make us call the bullpen, but also just do your best. And um, if you, as long as you shoot the gun, we're we're happy. Bullpen? Are there bulls in this room? Oh no, sorry, it's a technical term. Oh, okay. I will go for the fences. Shoot the gun. <laughs> With disadvantage. That's a six, so that misses. A lightning bolt shoots out. As you dodge it kind of very easily out of the way, Loomis, this one lighting up the lightning symbol. You see Loomis just yawn. It's like, (laughs) I think this one over there with the dark aura is taunting me. Yeah, because because you're not hitting them. I'm starting to question whether or not you really want to be on this team or not. Uh, Roll a persuasion check. As I say that, I look at I look at Loomis, and I'm like, "Why am I doing this?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think this is intimidation or persuasion or deception? I don't know. Um, I guess intimidation. <laughs> I think intimidation. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, dirty twenty, fifteen plus five. <laughs> I will try harder, Coach. I am sorry. If you're not gonna do it for yourself. Do it for me, and I switch it to skull for acid. Next is Loomis. It's going by so fast. Um, I take the do- <laughs> I take the dodge action and say, "Yeah, I'm absolutely taunting you." Uh, roll a persuasion check. Sixteen. Okay. And Emil, do you do or say anything? Nope. Okay. <laughs> do thing. That's a natural twenty and a four, so it misses. Oh, thank goodness. Sends out, um, like, a nozzle of acid shoots out into the wall, lighting up the acid symbol. 
Coach, I am so sorry. I keep missing them. Don't apologize to me. Apologize to yourself. I'm giving you one more chance. Okay? Look look at me. It like has to like wobble a little bit to ch- turn its whole body to face you. You have one more chance to make me proud. What happens That's... if I fail? You're not going to fail. Every you're going to you're going to hit it this time. I promise you. And I switch it to the thunder damage. Uh, this time the knob seems to get a little bit stuck. So go ahead and roll a, a, a strength check as you try and will it through its kind of like rust and deterioration. Yeah, I mean, the, the very, 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 very fitting. Uh, I rolled a natural one. Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, you go to try and switch the knob and you're like, you got one more, one more, one more chance, bud. And you like can't twist it. It seems like you don't want this. It seems like you don't want this as much as I do. <laughs> uh, next is Loomis. I look at Ellis just like, what the fuck? You had one job. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to gonna take the dodge action. Okay. And Emil? Uh, I will attempt to switch it okay. <laughs> to, to the last. Go ahead and roll a strength last. check. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a that's a nine. It it is stuck <laughs> on acid. Okay, coaches, here I go, and it's going to sh- <laughs> shoot out another acid nozzle thing. That's a two, so that misses. So another like acid splats on the wall. That was my last chance, coach. I am so sorry. And it's Ellis's turn. I um I look at the little robot. I'm like, you should be. And I look at Loomis, and um, I would say, hey, if you want, you want me to wrap this up, but you, you're probably gonna get hurt, or I we will keep doing this. Um, we can just wrap this up. Okay. Um, I just I look at you, Loomis, and I go, I want you to know, I think you're very capable. And extraordinarily agile. And I give you a point of bardic inspiration. <clears throat> and then I clap my hands super loud and cast Thunderwave in the in Loomis's direction. Okay. Uh, you need to make a, a uh, constitution saving throw, but you do have bardic inspiration. Okay. I'm just going to use it anyways. 15 plus 6. You beat it. 21. 21. 21. Woof. Uh, you still take seven points of thunder damage as the thunder wave like goes and the in thunder a 15-foot cube. The thunder symbol lights up and the door seems to kind of like release from the wall, or the, the circle releases from the wall. It is a door. And the mechanical humanoid looks at you. Coach, you did what I could not and hit the dark aurad individual over there. <laughs> Do you, hey, bud. Do you want to? Do you want to stay with us? <laughs> we can put you to good use <laughs> if you're not going to attack us. I my goal in life is to give an assist. As he says that, Loomis just charges him and hits him with the spear. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I welcome to the no. <laughs> just to smash. Uh, no rolls necessary. You caught him completely off guard, and you just break another robot in half. But now that the stone circle has been like released, the panel doesn't open, and no more robots fall down. Question: um, Since I know these are robots, can I still use my touch of death on them to regain hit points? I forgot to do the other two, but 
could I do it on this one at least? Surprisingly, you're not really sure about the science behind constructs, but surprisingly you are able to regain some life force from this. Sweet. But yeah, as it gets spears like, Coach, is the dark aura <laughs> individual has taken me. And it shuts down. Loomis, I could have changed him. <laughs> I needed more health. <laughs> That's fair. I don't really care that much. How are, you, how are you looking, Loomis, after we're getting some hit points? I'm good. Are you at max? Uh, No. I'm how far away? Seven away from max. Same. Uh, I will use a first level healing word. What do you say? I go sana sana colita de rana. Y no sana soy y sanas mañana. Uh, and you get 10 points of healing back. Excellent. Looking past the stone door, you see a dark hallway. Uh, there are no lights that you can be see. Uh, the ground and walls are stone now instead of the wooden paneling that you've been used to. Um, entering in, you can see that this um, it's probably a maze of some sort. There is a path to your left or to your right as you enter into this dark hallway. Alice, do you have any special, like, light up the path magic? Like, can you light stuff up? No, I can't. Not at all. Becky, with my superior dark vision, that's 120 feet. Can I see <laughs> what is going on? I also have regular dark vision. Emil, you don't have dark vision, right? I can't see anything. You guys can see what's going on. So Loomis and Ellis, you're both able to to make out the walls and the floor, and you can kind of see Ooh. that it's just, <laughs> it's dark hallway. That it's make just out. a dark hallway, really. Loomis, with your superior dark vision, you're able to to see beyond the thirty feet, and you can kind of start to see, you know, walls at the end of the hallway, um, from where you're at, but you don't see anything in particular. Just in passing. Anybody have a specific choice in direction? I always love left. I was going to choose left as well. Are you both opposed? Are either of you opposed to me lighting up a torch so I can see what I'm doing? Oh, no. Do whatever you need to do. Okay. I light a torch. As you all move to the left down the hallway, you happen to... You kind of are all jumbled up in a group, but you hit a pressure plate... And shooting out from the wall um, directly in front of you it, uh, are some spears, and I need everyone to make a deck saving throw. Oh, God. Oof. Ellis. Natural one. Oh. Emil. A natural one. Oh. oh. <laughs> Loomis. 17 plus 6. I imagine, Loomis, you're almost like leading the way with your superior dark vision and you accidentally step on this pressure plate and you're like, oh, oops, sorry, everybody. And then Emil and Ellis, you both get impaled. Loomis wouldn't apologize. You're so right. You're so right. (laughs) Emil and Ellis, you get impaled with these sort of small spears slash arrows, taking five points of damage each. Oh, God. Is this going to be this kind of maze? Can we... I'm just, can I, should I crawl? Uh, Loomis, I see that, um, you can see better than I can, uh, but, uh, look down too, please, if you can. I will also do my part. (laughs) Maybe y'all should just be better at dodging things. Maybe you should be nicer to us sometimes. My suit, there's a hole in it now. It's gonna cost so much to fix. You all have moved down the hallway past this trap. 
and you come to a crossroads again. There is two paths on your left side and one path on your right side. Can I see any further than, like, kind of looking down the, the two paths and the other one? Can I see any further, whether it be light or traps of sorts? Uh, go ahead and roll a perception check. Uh, four. <laughs> With your advanced darkness, unfortunate, but you cannot see too much. You can see, so there's two paths on your left. There's one closer to you and one further to you. The furthest one is a dead end. The further one is a dead end? The further one is a dead end. You can see that okay. with your advanced darkness. I relayed that to the group. Left was awful last time. Let's go right. Yeah. I thought left was fine. <laughs> you all head to the right. The path winds a little bit. Um, but eventually you come to a dead end. I told you left was fine. All right, all right. Good good call. Just about face us and go back the other way. You all take the first left path, and you come to another crossroads. There's a path to your left and to your right. Again, I would like to use my uh, superior dark vision if I could see anything and ask um, Ellis if he could also look as well both of you can roll a perception check um can i rather look uh instead of looking down the path can i like sort of investigate the floors and the walls around us to see if like there's any more traps sure yeah you can go ahead and roll investigation you can do that as well loomis if you want to look more specifically for traps i'd like to look for all the things (laughs) all the things okay with all the things it'll be perception uh uh 19 19, okay. 21 investigation. Okay, you all notice on the left path that there is indeed a trap on the ground. We go left. I'm just kidding. Well, it's probably the right way to go if there's a trap, right? That's what I'm thinking. Or is it just a longer way to get where we need to go? I don't know. I'd like to not get stabbed again. Maybe we should go right. Like I said, you should just dodge it. (laughs) Yeah, after all those dodge actions last time, I'm not sure why I didn't just do that. You're right. You all can see with your your dark vision and advanced dark vision that uh, both paths don't seem to end in a dead end, at least not immediately. The left path with the trap has a couple kind of crossroads ahead of you, while the path on the right seems to just sort of wind around. Left, I guess. You all move forward to the spot where the trap is at, and with your investigation check, you can tell that this is a pitfall trap. But can we hop over it? Is it yeah. like jumpable? Everybody move around this, please. Loomis would like to climb the wall and walk on the ceiling over the pitfall. Oh, God. Of course. Of course you do. <laughs> you can do that. You just do that. So Loomis is, just gets onto the other side, no problem. And you're able to see the crossroads more clearly. Go ahead and roll a perception check again as you're looking before the other two even kind of like bother crossing. 18. You can see, you kind of like peer around the walls. You look down um, these two narrow paths to your left and to the right. Um, you kind of peer around the wall and you can tell that all three of these are dead ends. Um, hmm. We should have picked right. I think we're just going to probably keep coming across dead ends and we're going to have to just keep backtracking. So we should probably just go do the loop around one that we just walked by. Let's do it. 
you all wind around this path a little bit and Loomis as you're leading the way with your advanced dark vision and you're sort of keeping your eye out for traps now go ahead and roll a perception check as you keep on going down this path 18 okay as you kind of come to uh, almost another crossroads the path is twisting around to the right again you can see that there appears to be a very large trap in front of you it's about 20-25 feet in length and this one um, appears to be like a very large 25 foot panel that's across the ground you're not really exactly sure what will happen if you were to touch it um, but that is the trap before you I relay that to the group and say I mean I can just walk on the ceiling over it but I don't, I don't think it'd be a good idea for y'all to step on it Agreed. I wish we had like a mechanical buddy with us to force them to walk nice. on it for us. <laughs> um, I mean, everybody could just st- stand back and I could try to trigger it real quick. Yeah, if, if you have something to do that could, you know, push it down. Um, I will cast Mage Hand and try to like apply pressure to whatever this plate is. Okay. Doing so, the 25-foot panel sort of shoots back into the wall, revealing um, a giant pool of water that takes up the entire hallway. So 25 feet, 10 feet wide, um, well, probably not 10 feet wide, but like 5 feet wide. Um, it's just a giant pool. Looking at it, it you know emits a, a steam, I guess not steam, but like a chill. It is very cold mm. water. Loomis immediately gets on the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> True. Like, oh, True. Wait, don't leave us. <laughs> okay, you get on the ceiling. I wish we had a climbing rope. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you get to the other side, I'll say, Loomis, catch and throw an end of my rope to you. Okay. I, I catch the rope. Or I, try to. I don't, know what to. I don't know what I was planning on doing. <laughs> yeah, I, I go. Um, I... I catch it. I don't know if I have to roll to see if I actually catch it, but when I, if I do, uh, yeah. Why don't both of you roll athletics checks as you're tossing this rope, a, a decent ways. Uh, twelve. <laughs> Eleven. Okay. <laughs> I think both of you are like a little like. There's a lot of water here, Loomis. You're not really comfortable with that, Emil. You're really out of your element here. You're seeing Loomis just sort of walk all over this stuff and, and you can't walk around anything and the rope falls into the water. I just bought that rope. I used my last one to tie the backpack what to the What did wagon. you want me to I don't even know. I had no plan. Loomis, I don't know. It's just I'm getting really worried because this is the kind of place I dropped my voice to a whisper where like someone's been following you the whole time. Do you know what I mean? Has someone been no. following us? I mean, like, have you ever read, like, a scary story? Like, that's what happens. Someone's been behind us the whole time we've been in this maze. I'm not saying that's happening now, literally, but it could, it could be. How am I going to get across this water? Can, can y'all swim? It's freezing cold. Look at it. I think it'll turn me into an ice cube. Is that how freezing cold water works? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Again, just hyperbole. Well... Um, I don't think I have any tricks up my sleeve, so, Emil, I think we're just going to have to tough it out, and uh, I will dive straight into the water um, and 
try as quickly as I can to swim across to the other side. Okay, let's first do an athletics check to see how fast you could kind of make your way across the water. Seven. Okay, not very fast. Um, the ice cold sort of like freezes up your body very quickly, your muscles tightening up, and go ahead and roll a constitution saving throw. Seven. Okay. You move at half speed as you're making it through the water, and um, due to your speed, you will take 3d4 cold damage. You take six points of cold damage, but you do manage to swim across and make it to the other side. It's not, it's not that bad, uh, 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 Emil. Just, just come on, swim across. Okay. I jump in with my lit torch, trying to keep the torch above water. <laughs> I can see what I'm doing. Okay, go ahead and roll an athletics check first to see how fast you can swim across the water. Six. Not very fast. Okay, great. <laughs> go ahead and roll a constitution saving throw to see if you can kind of resist the cold. Uh, 26. You're able to, you're moving very slowly, your muscles tightening up, but you're able to kind of like will yourself through this cold water. You've been through worse, surely. Mm-hmm. Um, you, mm-hmm. you only take one D4 uh, cold damage. So you take one point of cold damage right. as you make your way across. Loomis with your advanced dark vision, Ellis with your dark vision, you're able to see that you all have made it to what's probably the end of this maze or the central point of this maze i just keep the torch close to us so we can get warmed up (laughs) and as you all enter into this open kind of area you can see that there in the middle appears a little pedestal um with like a like a lever attached to it and there's there's nothing else in this area just this pedestal with a lever yes that's it um i mean i snap my fingers and make my mage hand appear and i say i'm i'm you want me to send my little hand to go pull it? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Unless we just don't. There's nothing else to do in this room, right? It's just this? I can't seem to see anything else. Can I just do a quick glance over for traps? Yes, go ahead and roll, since you're looking specifically for traps, an investigation check. Ooh, uh, dirty 20. Okay. There do not appear to be any traps you can tell that this lever is definitely like attached to mechanisms that are throughout this house maybe or um but you cannot tell if it's there's any like traps of any kind i think we're good and i just uh, rocket my mage head towards it and i crank the lever okay i just like to note that loomis is still on the ceiling yes yes so emil and ellis you all are just on the other side of this pool of water sort of trying to warm up, uh, probably by the torchlight. And Mm -hmm. Loomis, you are on the ceiling. Um, Hitting the switch uh, makes a loud clicking sound that rumbles beneath your feet. You assume somewhere something has been unlocked, perhaps. In addition, um, the stone wall to y'all's left, um, sort of in this large arena of a room, um, the wall shifts open, um, and from behind it, you see an enormous mechanical minotaur. Um, steam mm-hmm. pours out of the room um, that it is in as its gears sort of rev up and it picks up a large great axe. Its red eyes turn to you all and it begins to stir and move towards you all. 
So yes, this giant minotaur is like revving up, steam pouring out of it, eyes red, it's great axe uh, sort of getting it ready to swing at you all. And that's where we're gonna stop to today's session. Um, we'll come back with you all prepared to do, to face this minotaur. Camille jumps back in the water. <laughs> <laughs> is this like a Greek mythology thing? Isn't there like a minotaur in a maze? It was. It just doesn't seem to be a better creature that belongs in a maze than the minotaur. That's where yeah, they live. Because I was, I was really trying, I was like, oh, what kind of creature? And I was thinking and thinking and I was like, a minotaur just makes sense. God, I hope this one talks. Like the other robots. <laughs> Be thinking, uh, plus, Becky. minotaurs have a feature in which they can remember, like, labyrinths. Fun wow. fact, mazes creep me out in real life. Oh, we corn should go mazes to, fall. We should go to corn maze, yeah. That's it for t- today. Things might get dicey. <laughs> I don't actually know if it makes it better or worse if the minotaur talks. Either way, I hate it. Thank you for listening to This Could Get Dicey. If you like our show, please follow us on Instagram or TikTok at TCGDpod and share it with a friend. Word of mouth is our best advertising. You can hear the next episode on Wednesday, August 9th. See you then. <laughs>